0: Once or twice a month, maybe more often, I want to quit writing. Like, I just despair and get overwhelmed and get defeated and just want to quit all of it. Um, And I tell myself, you know, I'll just be a spiritual director for writers. I'm good at that. It's more straightforward. I meet with my clients. They pay me. We set up a new appointment. They sign up for a retreat. I do it and it's over, you know um, writing is just more complex than that, in my opinion, at least it is for me. So last night was one of those nights when I was like, I'm just going to quit it all. It's usually at night, usually happens at night. And then when I wake in the morning, things are better. Like it's always better and I don't want to quit. Um, but one thing I do when I have that, um, kind of despairing over the writing life, thing is pull out several books that, um, I love and read a bit from each of them that kind of remind me why I love to read and write and make art and engage with good art. Um, so I did that this morning and some of the books I pulled out are, um, C.E. Morgan's All the Living, which is one of my favorite novels that I've read probably a dozen times. Um, There are more beautiful things than Beyonce, a book of poems by Morgan Parker. Um, Gregory Orr's Concerning the Book That Is the Body of the Beloved. Rowan Williams Being Christian. Several short sentences about writing by Verlin Klinkenborg and Herself by Madeline Lingle, which is pretty much like just a bunch of quotes from other things she's written, I think. So I'm going to share just a few things or one thing from each of these books. Um, I love Morgan Parker's poem, Heaven Be a Xanax. And um, a couple of the lines that I really like are... um. Where she writes, when I get to heaven, I'm going to wear my good bra. So no one can stay mad at me. I won't have any feelings to hurt. Just cheeseburgers on cheeseburgers on deep colored slumber. I love that. Um, Gregory Orr's concerning the book that is The Body of the Beloved. I have several dog-eared pages. Um, I haven't read the whole thing again and couple years I should probably reread the whole thing um but one of my dog pages is page 32 and the top kind of stands out on that page or writes if death then grief right well yes but also relief release and love that goes past death that keeps the connection so many think death severs and um I love that. Like, I feel like I could sit with that stanza for, like, an hour. Um, I hadn't read any, I don't think, much of this book since my dad died last year. And, um, you know, thinking about death and what remains after death has been something I've thought about a lot since my dad died. And um, now that, like, reading that, just one stanza on that one page makes me want to revisit this whole book and reread the whole thing. Um so I'm a Christian and I write about faith, although it's not as obvious sometimes. Um I really like Rowan Williams. He uh was the Archbishop of Canterbury from 2002 to 2012. So he's Anglican and um I love this book being Christian. It's just pretty straightforward and simple. And one section or chapter is about prayer. And this is what he says about prayer. Very near the heart of Christian prayer is getting over the idea that God is somewhere a very, very long way off so that we have to shout very loudly to be heard on the contrary. God has decided to be an intimate friend and has decided to make us part of the family. And we always pray on that basis. Um, for me, writing and prayer are very closely linked. Um, I think that's true for a lot of my clients also. Um, and probably many Christians who write or people of other faiths who write. Um, also, that's not a direct quote. I I don't use pronouns, the he, him, whatever, for God, because I think God is male and female. So I did adjust that quote a little bit to take out the he's and him's. I do use those pronouns for Jesus, but not for God. Anyway, sad note. Um, so prayer and writing are closely linked for me. And I sometimes can't tell when one starts and the other begins. So you know, reading good words about prayer always helps me, um, kind of get my grip with my writing life. So also several short sentences about writing by Verlin Klinkenborg is one of my favorite books about writing. And I'm just going to read part of the first page, maybe the whole first page, if I can get away with it. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone will turn me in, or I mean, you might. I guess, and then I can deal with it at that point. So here's the first page. Here in short is what I want to tell you. Know what each sentence says, what it doesn't say, and what it implies. Of these, the hardest is knowing what each sentence actually says. At first, it will help to make short sentences short enough to feel the variations in length, leave space between them for the things that words can't really say. Pay attention to rhythm, first and last. Imagine it this way. One by one, each sentence takes the stage. It says the very thing it comes into existence to say, then it leaves the stage. It doesn't help the next one up or the previous one down. It doesn't, have, it doesn't wave to its friends in the audience or pause to be acknowledged or applauded. It doesn't talk about what it's saying. It simply says its piece and leaves the stage. This isn't the whole art of writing well. It isn't even most of it. But it's a place to begin and to begin from again and again. So that's page one. I love this book so much. And also I'm sitting in my car because I like to sit in my car sometimes to be alone. And there's a car alarm going off, of course, near me. So if you can hear that, sorry. All right, I'm going to share... One passage from Madeline Lingle's herself that I read this morning, um, it's from page 144 and it's on, it's called The Artist's Vocation. And again, you know, this is coming from like a Christian kind of perspective, but if you're not a Christian, I think you might appreciate this anyway. And you can probably think about how it is true for you also, just from kind of a different take or whatever. The Artist's Vocation. Thy kingdom come. That is what co-creation with our maker is all about, the coming of the kingdom. Our calling, our vocation, and all we do and are and try to do is to help in the furthering of the coming of the kingdom, a kingdom we do not know and cannot completely understand. We are given enough foretastes of the kingdom to have a reasonable expectation being a loved and loving part of the body, praying together, singing together, forgiving and accepting forgiveness, eating together the good fruits of the earth, holding hands around the table as these fruits are blessed, in spontaneous joy and love, all these are tastes. So that's what I did to make me feel better about um, where I am right now with writing and just feeling overwhelmed sometimes and feeling like sometimes it would just be easier to quit all of it. But I can't quit. I don't want to quit. I would not be well um, mentally or physically or spiritually if I quit writing. So I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep reading the things I need to read that will help me keep going. Also, and one good thing about recording with my iPhone is I can just add on more if I quit and then remember something else I want to add. So I wanted to read a short um excerpt from All the Living by C.E. Morgan. I just, like, I feel like I can open this book to any page and read a few sentences or a paragraph and just be filled with good things, you know? So this is... um All the living starting at the bottom of page 122 and kind of into 123, the top paragraph there. The week passed and Aloma grew so wearied from waiting. She felt no relief at all when the first black cloud engulfed the northwestern horizon. She did not even notice it at first, standing as she was over the stove, her back to the world and her head down. She did not feel the air change abrading against itself and did not know the winds rose up in a quarrel with the stillness. She started only when she heard Oren's voice behind her. He appeared suddenly balanced on the threshold gripping the old wood and leaning back silhouetted by the bright blue stormless sky. So I just love her writing so much and um that one sentence she did not feel the air change abrading against itself and did not know the winds rose up in a quarrel with the stillness I just love that I mean it's poetry pretty much right um so now I'm done that was all the living C.E. Morgan and all of these books um and writers and words are um have convinced me to not quit yet. (laughs) Oh, one more thing, because I can, I misspoke earlier. What I was trying to say is that I can't, when I was talking about um, writing and prayer, is sometimes it's hard for me to know when one ends and one begins. I said it wrong, but I mean, hopefully you knew what I meant. That's what I meant.